I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. I am going to go get that bag and I'm not going to take your man shit. Oh shit. Oh yeah. I forget. I, I am protected, well respected. I'm a queen. I'm a dream. I do what I want to do and I'm who I want to be because I am me. That's YBT. Your man got his eye on me, but I DC because I'm fly. That's bzz, 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 bzz. I hit the streets. Do, 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 that, was, uh, that was Baby Tate. I am. Yeah. Mm. Also, I like me some Baby Tate. She's fun. She's fun. Also, while we're on the, while we're on the, on the, the, the level of like excitement, is it just me or Coachella didn't make any noise this weekend? Nobody gave a shit. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Let me tell you, there were a few <laughs> moments in it. Yeah. Uh, should we save this for? Let me tell you something. This is a bit pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can leave this for later. Okay. okay. Um. So you know how every show we kind of start with this kind of like soft open of us just chatting. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm calling it stories from the streets because I've got another one. (laughs) (laughs) The SOS story of the streets. The SOS story of the streets. Yes. Um, Let's get to the SOS, baby. First of all, how was your Easter weekend, darling? Was it good? It was good. I, I, you know what? I was away in the Netherlands. Um, I, it was fun. Um, I have to admit though, there's something about, I said this to my boyfriend the other night. There's something about about Dutch women stunning. Mm. Dutch women are stunning. They, I feel like they wake up every day and choose violence. I have a feeling they just wake up and just fall into a fashion runway. Baby, the women know how to dress. Yeah, and they're like tall. In my mind, all Dutch people are really tall. Yeah, blue eyes, stunning, and very well composed. So we, we, our train to, because we were staying in Andover, which is like outside of Amsterdam. We were staying there and uh, we had to get a train. We had to get a fucking train to Berlin, baby. If we miss this up, we'd end up in fucking Berlin. Berlin, nice. baby. Um, and we we were lost because we didn't we didn't know how to because you know Dutch words are just they look easy to pronounce, but they're fucking hard. So we didn't know how to pronounce. I actually had to pull up like my Google. You know now the Google app tells you if you scan a picture, you can read the words in text and transcribe it so that was my entire trip literally walk thanks to google for helping out the girl because i would have been lost in translation anyway so um it was lovely and then we just met some really lovely dutch people that show us where to go and direction and like there was this one woman who went out of her way to show us she literally walked for 25 minutes with us to show where we need to go and i was like do you want money like for like showing us she's like no i just didn't want to see a foreigner getting lost and I thought I was really cute. So shout out for the London. Oh, honey, not London. London, London would be like, go this way and you end up in fucking Crystal Palace. <laughs> London will tell you the wrong direction on purpose. <laughs> yes. It's a known trait in London. How was yours? <laughs> Mine was good. So I finally, I was like, I'm having a quiet weekend. I'm oh. having a quiet weekend. And I did because I only went out twice. Um, which is which quiet for me for you. It's quiet. I, know. I like I didn't go too wild. There were so many parties this weekend. It was like gay party central. It was mad. Yeah. It was like, and I first Easter like, two years though, so that, that was meant to happen. Yeah, I mean the yeah. the girls got mad. Yeah, but let me tell you. So here's my story from the streets. My oh. SOS, SOTS, SOTS. <laughs> um, so I'm in. There's this bar in Kennington called the Cock Tavern. It's a gay bar. It's mm. a bit like an older crowd, and they tend to play like 
un, not quite so well-known songs from the 80s and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it gets a bit of an older crowd there. I'm, it's my friend's birthday, so he invited us out and was like, we're going to go there. And I was, yeah, fine, let's go. Um, so I go to the bar and I'm getting myself a drink mm -hmm. uh, with my housemate. And this this older guy comes up. He's probably like, I would say 40s, late 40s, something. Mm -hmm. um, because it's been a warm weekend, I'm wearing some shorts and I've got mm -hmm. the girls out. Like I've got these big old thighs and mm -hmm. they were out. They were, I was doing because what I needed to do. we need to get a melanin topped up with the sun, correct? I, exactly. Like correct. the moment the sun is out, so are the thighs. Um, so this man grabs my housemate by around their, um, just the like puts his arm around them. Oh. And then he turns to me and I think he says, can I ask you a question? But what he actually said was, can I tell you something? So I went, yeah, sure, go ahead. And he just went, you've got amazing legs. And I, I was like, oh, thank you. And then I said, oh, I thought, you, I thought you said, can I ask you something? So I was waiting for the question. And then my housemate is a little bit hard of hearing in one ear. So he he turned to him and was like, what did you say? And the guy was like, oh, I, I told your your friend that he's got amazing legs. And my housemate was like, oh, my God, he's so annoying. I know we tell him all the time. Um, because that is when Joe says, oh, my God, you're so annoying, it's, it means he loves you. Yeah. Um, this man then turns to Joe and he goes, is your housemate, like, talk about me, he goes, is he a bit arrogant as well? And I was like, ooh. And then he went, yeah, because he's coming across quite arrogant. And I was like, the man had me gooped. <laughs> I didn't know what, to, it, this interaction could not have lasted more than 20 seconds. He went from telling me I had nice legs to calling me arrogant. And I was just like, I just, I didn't know where to look. Mm. Where's that? So about? I just went, oh. I just said, okay. And then me and Joe walked off. And I was like, what? Did I not react well enough to your compliment? I know. Were you, what, what made I, you mad? What I made know. you come up to me and be like, I nearly candy mused the whole situation. Went around to everybody <laughs> in the room, like, do you think I'm arrogant? Do you think I'm arrogant? If I'm being arrogant in the moment, call it out. Yeah. Tell me <laughs> I am arrogant. But, but you know what's interesting? And we find, that, you know, you know the sad thing? We get a lot of men like that in our community because they always I feel like understand. they always feel like if they give us a compliment, it's an it's a it's a it's a all you can eat buffet to No, that's not fair. You can't you can't give me a compliment and then backtrack it with oh well arrogant. No, so you think your compliment is gonna be like, Oh hi, yeah, thank you. So hi, my name is Danny. Buy me a drink. No, we don't do that. We're not those girls. We've never I been said those thank girls. Thank you. What like what was yeah. it? Am I meant to compliment you back? There was nothing I could see that I wanted to, yeah. but I didn't say that. I was being nice. Exactly. It's so confusing. Baby, weird thing the, meet the meet and greet ended an hour ago. I know. And you don't even <laughs> got a wristband. <laughs> you need to, you can't be in back here. <laughs> it's super confusing to me because I'm like, I know, I know what I am. And I carry myself in a, in a type of way that I'm like, you know, not anybody can speak to me. Like you can, everybody can speak to me. But just from how I like carry myself, not everybody feels brave enough to. He felt yeah. brave enough to. And then he felt brave enough to insult me. And I was like, I, have, I don't have the energy for this on this day. I don't know you. I'm never mm. going to see you again. I'm never going to talk about you. Uh, apart from telling the story on this podcast, you're going to hear about me and you'd be like, oh, that's the guy I met in that bar one time. Not the Easter weekend it, as well. Confusion. <laughs> confusion. 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 Well, while we're on the topic of being confused, let me go into a little detail of what happened today in my life. So, you know, 
it was my last day from my old job. She's resigned. Hey, yes. Shout it out. She's moving on to better things in greener pastures, darling. Anyway, um, so I what I'm still so I my current my, my old job, they had a very a nine month probation rule, which is quite long for any job to have a nine month probation, but it's fine, you work in healthcare, so I understand that's how the T works and if that's how the, the T's and C's work, you abide by the T's and C's, which I have done. Anyway. As the week as the week progressed, I so I was off prior to last week, and I went in on Monday. Oh no, Tuesday I was off on Monday. But I went in on Tuesday last week, and I put my resignation in. I said hi. No Monday, I was like hi. I'm leaving. Um, I got a new job now. I thought because I'm in probation, it's meant to be like a four week period because I know that's how jobs go. In hindsight, actually a week. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So. On the morning I sent my um sent my resignation over, a letter came into me in my inbox saying I have a probation review done the, the same week, a week later. And I'm like, well, I'm leaving next week, so what sense it make? Cool, whatever. Mm. Anyway, baby. So I am like literally so so you know the week this week we had Easter weekend. I went back into it this morning. Happy to do my own thing. Yada yada yada. Now thinking today is going to be my last day because it is my last day. Is my resignation. I'm happy to see the or see my team whatever. So the meeting that my manager set up for me was today as well. So I was like, okay. So I went to the meeting. All happy go lucky. And she's like, hi. How's your Easter weekend? Yada yada. I was like, yeah. She was like, okay. Well, she's like, well, just need to. She's like, well, even though you're leaving, we still need to have the probation review. Now I was like, why? Why? Why, Gina? Why? Why? Why, Diane? Why? Anyway, so Miss Thing decides to tell me about the pros and cons and the, the things I'm good at, the things I'm not good at. Now, she already know, the woman know I'm already leaving. The woman turns to me and said, well, just let her know your, with your probation's been failed because of this and this and this. So we're releasing you as of today. It was already your last day. Pardon me? I, I beg your pardon. She's like, well, she's like, you'll get one week's she's like, you'll get one week extra pay, but you're off from today. So you could, you know, um you can leave your you can leave your pack you could have your pack your stuff up, but you can work for the rest of the rest of the week if you like to. But if you don't have to, the door is free for you to leave. And I was like, Diane, I'm leaving. It's my last day come twelve o'clock today because I I have holiday owed to me. And I've scheduled my last day to work until 12 o'clock. Why are we having this conversation at 11.45 with you trying to fire me when I'm resigning? Uh, Girl, are you okay? Are you okay? So I was like, Diane, let me tell you something real quick. I was like, you see this form that I sent you? It was dated today. It was dated today. And the woman goes, well, we still had to have the conversation. Why? Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving in 15 minutes. Baby, <laughs> Dan, in my box, before I left for this meeting, I had my cactus. I had my coffee cup. <laughs> I had my my, my, my paper. My, my papers. And the woman was like, well, just to let you know where we, you didn't pass your probation. Diane, I'm leaving in 15 minutes. Diane, just to let you know, I didn't pass my probation because I resigned. What are you talking about? Yeah, and baby, so you're going to tell me you're having my probation review the day I resign in? Why I didn't have it a week ago? 
Diane was bored. She was bored. Well, Dan, the worst thing was she turned to me and she was like, she's she's like, well, she's she's like, well, we want to wish you all the best in the future, whatever. And I was like, why is this not an exit interview? Why are we having a probation review when I'm leaving? It's, it, this makes no sense to I me. I was like, no sense. And she's like, she's like, well, she's like, well, you will get paid to the end of the month and for the holidays. Do you? And I was like, well, I know this. We already had this conversation a week ago. Why are we having yeah. it now? And she was like, well, it's just protocol. We need to do this now. She's like, so we're releasing you. And I was like, Diane, Diane. So I said, I th- so you know me, I get, into, I get into my gay voice. And I was like, well, according to the HR department that I spoke to prior to this conversation 20, 20 minutes ago, they said to me, Nick, you don't have to work your notice because we owe you holiday. You can leave as of today. So while you have this conversation with me at 10.45, 11.45 when I'm leaving at 12. So why are you trying to fire me before I resigned or what are you trying to do? And I was like, well, anyway, lovely to see you. And I, would, and I hope you have a lovely day. Packed my stuff and left. As you should. That As I you was, definitely should. I was, I, you know what? I was, it's the balls. And there's something about a, being a confident black gay man that threatens women that don't have anything better to do in an HR department. Baby, that could have been like, an email. It didn't even need to be any, it didn't even need to be said. Dan, I it, sat there and I was my like. last day. We yeah. don't need to do a probation review. What are we going to review? What is there to review? I'm leaving. Diane. Baby. I don't, I've already got another job. I'm gone. So I don't even need the reference. The funniest part is the her manager, her manager, I'll say her name is Katie. Katie comes to me and was like, Nick, why are you having a meeting with why have I meeting with with with, with Andrea and, and with, with with Diane and you're leaving at 12? She's like, was she's like, why? She's like, I'm going she so guess who get pulled into the office and said that meeting should never been a, a See, now you done fucked yourself. You gone fuck yourself, Riga, because you tried to piss off the girls. And then Katie was like, "No, no, no, Nick Charles is my bitch." Now Katie is the head of head of the communication department where I work. So Katie and I are close, but because I've done, I have worked many hours for Katie when she needed the girls to be there. Katie was like, "Nick, she's like, she's like, here's a fifty pound Amazon voucher, and she's like, and here's some money. Here's here's some money for you for you, that the the team gave you." So you could have on your way. That's how you do an exit interview, not this bullshit. So, ma'am, so that Miss Lady got pulled up by my by her old manager for being a dumb bitch. I know what? That's fucking instant karma in your wife, in your ass. Instant karma. She woke up that woke up that morning and was just like, I wanna cause some drama. I mm-hmm. want my Tuesday to mm-hmm. like my Easter weekend wasn't dramatic enough. I need Tuesday to be it. So silly. So silly. There are honestly, there are some people who mm. work and you give them a rule mm-hmm. and they don't understand context. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we have to, it, the rule says so. Like, yeah, but yeah. If, if you don't do it, if you don't have Nick's probation review because mm-hmm. Nick, this is Nick's last day, what does that impact on? What is exactly. it? What's, the negative exactly. effect of it. it's nothing. So you know what's chill. the sad part? Just There's relax. so many people out there that take their job too seriously and it's a fucking chill. So this is just yeah. a call out. This is just a call out to the Dianes and the Dirks of the world. Baby, sometime you need to follow the rules. Do what you think is right. Let people live. And speak about following the rules. We're mm-hmm. gonna follow the rules of the show and we're gonna get into the next segment because we're halfway through the show and all yes, we just yes. talk about ourselves. Oh. So this is let me tell you something, Nick, if you'd like to say it, please. Mm, you want do you want me to tell you some, Daddy? You wanna tell you something. Mm. This is our pop culture segment. We get into 
what's been going on with the girls yes. in music, art, acting and film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, you hinted at earlier, Coachella. Let's yes. talk about the few moments of Coachella that mattered. Number one, 21. Mm. To anyone mm-hmm. came back and mm-hmm. they performed I Am The Best. And the I... Nostalgia. I'm not a full K-pop girl. Like, yeah. I don't ride with the girls like that. But yeah. that song and 21 was it for me. Right. So when I... I got my ass on little Twitter and I had a look and I was, I, I was on the bus. I remember I was coming back from the gym. I looked at it as I lost my shit. Right. I was, I was like, you were not, ah. there's a one moment this year. I was like, I wanted to be at Coachella. I wanted to be at that moment. That one song is like the, is like, that that goes back to like what 20 yeah that goes back to the that'll be f- f- listen listen oh my god listen 20 21 walk so that black so that black pink could even get a crumb that's the tea mm-hmm. that's the tea don't let anybody there tell was, you any oh. differently and they came out and they hit that choreo. They were so happy. Yeah. The hair, oh, it was so good. And have they it aged, so by the way? Good. Have they aged? Not at all. Not, not, a, not a hint. Not a hint. Of age on those women. Not See what happens hint. when you just you just make good music and you get right? on with your life. Right. Everything's fine and happy and you get to perform at Coachella. Um, other moments. Megan. Megan. Yes. I mean, my girl going to turn it out. Anytime she's going to mm, turn it out, she's going to turn always. it out. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I love the sweetest spy choreo. I really do. It was cute. Yeah, the Swiss by Corey is cute. Really cute. Really, really yeah. cute. Yeah. Megan turned out Doja on the uh, Sunday. Was it yeah. Sunday? Doja yeah. and Megan were like step under the headliner, but they were the headliner. Yeah. Like that's the girl I was, I'd be trying to go see because all love to Billie Eilish, but mm. like, mm. Oh, what's the show? Harry Styles as well. Like, what's the show? Mm. Shania Twain, I didn't though. get it. I think that was cute. Shania yeah. Twain coming out. Yeah. That was a cute Letting moment. Harry, scaring Harry. All right. Touch it up on that boy. Mm, we see you, girl. Um, he was I, like, "You ain't called Shane. You don't get to touch me." I'm not being funny, but I know this. I know some of the girls not going to be happy, but Coachella didn't make no noise. It unless it's Beachella, it's not a Coachella. That's the tea. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The thing about Coachella is because it's just an influencer festival. It is like somebody broke it down. It's like it's not about the music. It's not about what's going on. It's just an, a festival for influencers in LA to yeah. post pictures in their like fishnet two pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like fair enough to do that, but yeah, I don't think anybody really like yeah. wider. And this yeah. is the problem with booking Beyonce mm-hmm. is because people don't won't give it up to her. They'll be like, oh yeah, but like Beyonce's good, but she ain't all this, she ain't all that. She's like, she's old, she's done, she's done. And then she does it and, like nobody, nobody causes as much commotion. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets the girls talking like Beyonce of all generations. Yeah. Correct. Like Billie Eilish isn't going to release the Coachella performance she did on Netflix to Mm-mm. anybody. No, no one's going to care. Harry Styles, yeah. we ain't going to. Who gives a shit? Yeah. The stands will care, and that's about it. That's about it. So I have I, to admit, though, I am. Um, you know what? I, well, on, on the topic of pop culture, you know, I got to saw my queen on Friday, and I was in my element. She put on a very lovely, good show. Who this? You are. I saw you on Friday. Diane was performing. No. Do you leave her? Anyway, I oh, saw her okay. af- after two lovely years. I did the girl put on a show. The girl put on a show. I was even. You know, of course, I was front row and center. Also, let me t- before I get into the, the Dua Lipa tea. 
the people that bought the Dua Lipa early entry tickets, you were robbed. Because I got there at 8 o'clock and I was at the front of the queue. I was at the front of the stage. So you got robbed. How were you paid? Right. I think that These... might have been a reason why you made it to the front, babe. Baby, baby. No, I'm going to tell you why. So they had the meet and greet before, right? And all the girls were there. Now, this was a sold out show, but oh, no, you had to pay 30 quid extra to get into the early queue. But baby, if I show up there at 8 o'clock with a drink and a hot dog and I still make it to the front of the queue, you are robbed. Don't pay the early entry. That's not like everybody else. But it was cute. Yeah. Do you thing um i must i must admit i must admit something though seeing this album on tour and listening it made me fell in love with the album again and that's something that i realized with albums when you go and this is just in general a consensus there's something different when you see an album that you've loved and heard for a while but then when you see it in its live rendition with with like pyro and great costumes and do us costuming has gone up baby that that archive Mugler, baby where's this budget where's the budget because you have money she woman look good the woman looks stunning and she's been i have to admit though putting that that shit down she got bullied for really was something because she added to the choreo and she hit it she was like i got something you know that stupid put on my shoe dance with her foot that thing that mm. she did she put that into an actual choreo and it worked. And I was like, okay. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was very it was very gay central. It was very mm-hmm. gay central. Let me have my moment. You know I love the woman. I, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> this is all you. You carry on. But I was I was so I was such in my moments and I was like, okay, this is what I need. And and she gave me everything I wanted. There was a the moment where I cried. There was. And I, I and I will tell you why. Because you were thinking about what you could have spent that money on? No. No, there is something about when you see when you've when you, when you've taken when you see a, st- a a pop star with back in the day for five pounds and then you pay and you see her selling out a world a stadium. It, it's it's a lot to to come full circle and be like, girl, I used to buy your music from from SoundCloud back in the day, and now you're a pop star like doing the do. And the sweetest pie choreo was really good. Like her version of it is cute. And I was like, okay, give us a Megan. But she doesn't, of course, she only does her bit of choreo. But with that being said, I think she is one of the bona fide pop stars doing it, doing it good. Because there's no, apart from her little mix, there's not much of the UK girls doing it at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Brie's giving it her best. Yeah, I love Brie one, right? That, that, yeah. that, that new song is very poppy, though. The new song is very different to, um, to ride your face like a, like a Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed that. And look, yeah. we got through an entire Dua Lipa segment and I didn't say anything shady. Oh, for once. Have, have you seen the growth? Lovely. We love the growth. growth. Also, keep asking. before we go, can we talk about the Guild's Allowed Reunion coming? <gasps> I was going to talk about this one because it's one day only, right? Oh, yes. One night only to raise money for Sarah Harding. We need to go. I was like, how how did they get Cheryl to say do say yes to this? And then obviously it works out. So, you yeah. know, get your tickets. But we've we've only got five minutes left, and I, I've got a loud moment for you. Shoot, let's go. So this is a loud moment in this section of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we basically get a little bit into some some gay culture, some nonsense that you guys have been doing. We get a little bit loud, and um, this week I want to get loud because I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw something. There is a channel called The Social Experience. The spelt with two e's. Megan's Impact. Mm. Um, 
And they posted a video on the 15th of April that said, we asked 20 women, would you rather find out your man is cheating or bisexual? <clears throat> Nick, oh. 20 mm. women. How many of these women do you think had sense? One. So I'm going <laughs> to, when I tell you, I think, I didn't count it, but I think eight of them said they would rather their man be bisexual. 12 said they would rather their man be cheating than be bisexual. No. So a, a user by um, Shatired, Shatired, I like that, mm. S-H-A-T-I-R-E-D, tweeted, there isn't a single justification for not dating bisexual men that isn't homophobia, which is a fair point, right? I mean, That's a fair, a fair point. point. Yeah. Let me tell you how everybody... Everybody and their mother decided to crawl out the woodworks and show how dumb they were on this one oh, topic. God. I've taken, I've basically reduced this down into four key themes that people mm -hmm. kept coming by. And I've got an example tweet for each of the themes. Um, so people who tried to justify why they don't want to date bisexual men, specifically women trying to justify why they don't want to date bisexual men. Um, I'm going to start with this one thing. And it's what people say is preference. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So one person tweeted, y'all got the game twisted. So if I don't want to date someone that's bisexual, that's because, let me start that again. Y'all got the game twisted. So if I don't want to date someone that's bisexual, because that's not what I want and it's not my preference, that makes me homophobic or biphobic. Correct me if mm. I'm wrong, but that's basically what half of y'all on this thread are saying. Yes, yes, dear, that is what we're saying. Mm. That is what we're saying because your preferences, your preference for someone, you can have a preference for height, you're going to have a preference for size. You're going to have a preference for eye color. Those are all the things you see. But you are taking someone's sexuality, just sexuality, and being like, I just don't want to date somebody who would be open to dating people who aren't me. Mm. Which is confusing because mm -hmm. everyone you date is open to dating people who aren't you mm -hmm. because they have probably dated other people in the past. Correct. Man or woman. Why do you, why do you have to specifically have somebody you know, only wants to date other women. Mm. And that's just a preference for you because bisexual men, like the bisexual guy who wants to date you is still attracted to you, still exactly. wants to date you. Mm. I do not know what the difference is. Yeah. I could not tell you what the difference is. Some people try to explain to me what the difference is, but well, I'm going to go, I'm going to loop back to the preference argument because it's all kind of looped up in preference. But mm -hmm. <clears throat> I feel sorry for Biden so, sometimes, you know, I really do. It's got to be rough. It's yeah. got to be absolutely yeah. rough. Yeah. So here's somebody trying to explain why their preference for not dating bisexual men makes sense. <clears throat> mm. Bisexual people have unprotected sex with both genders and are more susceptible to contracting STIs. Sexual health clinics will ask you if you slept with slash are sleeping with someone who is bisexual because of this. Being concerned with your sexual health is not homophobia. This user is going to lose their mind when they find out about the sexual health of straight men. They will, there is no, no group of people on the planet that are more aware of their sexual health status than mm. men who have sex with men. Correct. Nobody Correct. gets tested more. Nobody is more, is more aware of it. Let me tell you, that random straight guy that you pull from the club, he hasn't been tested for four and a half years, if that. Right? His piss has been burning since he was 17 and he just thinks that's how piss is. Never got a throat swab. In a not decade. A not a throb, not a, they haven't pissed in a little cup. Not a single thing. Because straight <laughs> people do not do, they just no. don't go to the no. clinic. Gay men go to the clinic so much. Bisexual yeah. men go to the clinic. Yeah. If you are concerned about your STIs, 
you stop having unprotected sex with everybody mm. if that's really what your concern is. Correct. I don't think that's what your concern is. Sexual health clinics do not ask you, do you sleep with bisexual men because you're more likely to have contracted something from a bisexual person. Girl, not that. They ask you that question because they have to report stats back to the government yes. on who's on the sexual health statuses of different groups. Exactly. It's not to check your risk assessment. They're still yeah. going to do all the tests. Yeah, girl, you said... They're not going to be like, oh, you didn't sleep with a man who has sex with men, so we're not going to test you for HIV, which it's is what you're saying. You know what I know it's that's not what DNA the STI you wanted to say. <laughs> it's not DNA test. Exactly. The, the STI that they wanted to say was HIV. What they mm. wanted to say was bisexual men are more likely to have HIV, which is not true. Mm. And the highest rates of HIV right now are in heterosexual cisgendered people. And that's the fucking... The st- have you seen the stats, girl? It's terrible. Yeah, I'll link together. you to them. <laughs> Get down to the clinic if you're so concerned. Okay, so next reason. Streets are wild. The, they are. They fucking lost their mind on this one. <clears throat> I think it's based on competition. Having a bi partner brings the opportunity for even more competition. Mm. You can even ask lesbian couples when one woman is bisexual. It's not necessarily based on homophobia. Madam... Go. So what the implication of this one is, is that Go. if you date someone who's bisexual, they are more likely to either leave you or cheat on you because there are more people that they are potentially attracted to, which number one is not true. Just because you are attracted to people of mm, opposite true. gender, same gender, doesn't mean that you are attracted to more people. It also doesn't mean that somebody who's only attracted to one particular gender or sex, however you want to describe it, is attracted to less people. You still have different types. You have different preferences. There are people you find attractive and there are people that you don't find attractive. It's just that it doesn't, it's not broken down specifically by I am only interested in women or I'm only interested in men. And Mm -hmm. this is a lead in to what you girls are actually saying, Um, which is basically that you think bisexual men are going to cheat on you. Mm Mm-hmm. You think bisexual men are going to cheat on you because they want to have sex with men. And you're doing that thing where you're reacting to the cheating that hasn't happened. You're doing the thing like, oh, I can't be a man. I can't be everything you want. So you're obviously going to cheat on me. And that's why I don't want to date bisexual people. When, let me remind you a few things. Number one, number one, mm-hmm. anybody can cheat on you if they want to. Exactly. With whoever they want to. Matter mm-hmm. of sexual preference you, or how they, they identify is cheating. Exactly. Madness, right? Mm. And it does not it does not matter at all if that person is bisexual and that like there's gonna be more competition for who they could end up being with. Because straight men not not well known for being the most faithful of people. Mm-hmm. True. Like I'm confused. I'm confused about it. It it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. And let me remind you that the question that was posed to these 20 women that we're discussing Mm. is, would you rather find out your man has cheated Mm. or is bisexual? Mm. So he's cheated or he's bisexual, which assumes that he's bisexual, but he's faithful. Mm -hmm. He's straight, but he's cheated. He's bisexual, but he's faithful. And you're saying you would rather find out that your man cheated because if you found out he was bisexual, there would be more competition and he's more likely to cheat on you when mm. the straight guy has cheated on you. Right? Ugh. Where These is people. the brain? I don't... Where, the brain is mush. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Literally. Last point. Before I get back to preferences. <clears throat> At I shine so bright underscore says, I don't think dating a bi man... Th- 
dating a man that is bi is all about him cheating on you with a man. I think it's more of the fact that some women just don't want a man that will do what she do, or maybe they want someone more manly. Is that wrong? Because I don't see, but I'm just curious. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we are. We are back in it again. Everybody has the same fucking problem, which is we deify masculinity. We make masculinity the thing that is like the most sexual to, oh, if I'm a feminine person, I need to find someone masculine. And you think that a man being bisexual makes him less masculine. Mm. Even even if you met that man, you were attracted to him, you thought he was masculine beforehand, none of his behavior has changed. He's exactly the same to you, but you find out he's bisexual and that makes him unattractive to you because it makes him less masculine in your eyes, even though he hasn't done anything less masculine. Mm. Girls, you take dick. Y'all take dick. Mm. You understand what it takes, what it is needed to take some dick you get it you have been there so i don't know why you think that that makes mm. anybody less masculine because it mm. is tough baby yeah that I, is I, I do feel work. i do i do i think my heart always goes out to bisexual men because it's like they're always there's always so much conversation around them that it really blows my mind it's like what let people just fucking have a good time Ugh, trusted me out. I I am once again happy that the people who like come out the woodworks and say I wouldn't date a bisexual man because of X Y Z um, say that because I think bisexual men should be open to dating people who want to date them, um, and you being honest and open about that is useful. But mm. you have to accept that there is no reason. The original tweet was was correct. There is absolutely no reason that you can say you wouldn't date a bisexual man that isn't based in biphobia and homophobia. Mm. You correct. just think. That men who have sex with men are more effeminate, that they are more likely to have STIs, Mm -hmm. that they are more likely to cheat Mm -hmm. on you, even though they can choose to be monogamous with you. They just might be sexually attracted to people that don't have a vagina. Mm. That is what is informing that decision. And that is what's informing your preference. And that is why preferences that are informed by stuff like this Mm -hmm. are not an acceptable reason for anybody. They're just not. That you can't tell me, oh, it's just my preference, and me not challenge you on it, and me think actually what's informing that preference. It's exactly the same thing that gay men say for why they don't date gay men of color. Mm. Oh, I just have a preference. Yeah. I just have a preference. Mm. Well, let's 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 go a bit deeper into that preference. Yeah, it's like saying, oh, I just have a spike in my neck. Mm. Someone stabbed you in the neck, and you're like, oh, I just have a spike in my neck. Maybe if we examine why the spike in the neck is there, we can take it out and stop the bleeding. But you don't mm. want to do that because you're happy to bleed. And you're bleeding mm. ignorance, stupidity all over the rest of us. Dumb. Yes. Leave big, us alone. Big, dumb. You big. don't have to date a bi man if you don't want to. I ain't going to force you. No bisexual I know is going to force you. But you have to accept the reason you don't do that is because you are biphobic and homophobic. Yeah. And you sit down with your full chest either. See with your full chest. Don't, don't back exactly. down. Sit with your chest. See what you mean. Yeah. Stick with it. Which, fine. Fine. Do it. Be that kind of person. They don't need to date you. They don't need to get your validation. They don't need to get your love. You know what I mean? Six set. I don't need your love. Mm. Uh, uh. But what they do need is you to just accept that you are you are homophobic. And that's the and tea. that's what it is. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. that's what it is, girls. It's just over You're homophobic. Over it, girls. Also, gay men who won't date bisexual men because they're bisexual. Yeah. You homophobic too. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. You got 100%. some weird misogyny issues. You need to work that shit out mm-hmm. because when I tell you some of the best sex I've ever had in my life has been mm-hmm. bisexual men, I'm somewhere on the thing. I'm somewhere in like gay pan something or other. Yeah, I I think that was. And well. we have I, a good time. Yeah, I think I I I I think I, I think at the moment I identify as a as a gay man, but I feel like 
I must be somewhere on the spectrum when it comes to sexuality because, like, in recent times, I'll, just, I'll say this very, very openly, I have found a lot of, like, it's a lot of fucking good looking by men out there. Oh, it just is. Oh, by men. There's something about by men. They just know what to do. And I'm good looking by men. By men, good looking girls. By men could eat ass. I've never had a bad by. I never had a bad ass eaten from a by man. Never, never. See, see what you're missing out on, girls. Swear by it. Because you want to be homophobic and pretend you're not. Yeah. Get out my face. Get out my face. Get out my face. So, final things. Do what you want to do. Just don't come to me and say it's a preference and expect that I'm going to be... I'm going to just let that slide. Yeah, yeah. We're that ship sailed ages ago, baby. Not, not here. But we need to get yeah. out of here. Take us yes. home, Nick. Take us home. Well, it's been another week of Labrangues. You need to find us. You, it is, of course, the Labrangues on Instagram and Twitter and, of course, the Gmail if you need to contact us. You can hit me up at IsNickCharles on Instagram and Twitter and DanJamesLDN on Twitter and Instagram. We will be back on Friday with another hot week of mess, stress, and more disgusting mess. As per usual, the back of the bus is arriving home with you every Friday, as per usual, giving you all you need to get you ready for the weekend. And you know, we haven't talked, we haven't said it in a long time, but drop us a little star. You listen, you, you listen on, on your on the socials. Drop us a message. Drop us a little like on on wherever you listen to your podcast. Let's bump up because it's nice. It's nice. We bye. Spell. Bye, hoes. See ya. See, I know the girls can't see because they don't see the video. Only like we see the video. But look how big I look. Look at those arms. You know what you're giving me? You're giving me Gage Jehovah Witness on fire at 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning. That's what you're giving me, honey. Am I giving you he's in the closet, but he's cute? But I'm going to knock your door down, yes. In seven hours. Like, Good morning. About the... Welcome to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Christ did rise. I tell you, that was a hangover. That man, Jesus was in a hangover for three days. He was on a bender. I was like, oh, I'm awake. Baby, Jesus was like us. He got drunk on a church wine and then rose again on three days after he got nailed by three men on a cross. Oh, <laughs> the tea. <laughs> I don't, I don't even. <laughs> ah, I'm going to leave before the, before the church girls come and get me, girl. Oh, my God. Get out of here. <laughs>